Missouri voters looked and said, hey, I understand these four or five parts of the bill. I'm not sure what the last part does, but uh, but I'll go ahead and vote yes. Missouri has drawn legislative district maps counting everyone since at least the state constitution of 1875. Every state in America counts everyone. But Amendment 3 seeks to change that and use this vague, confusing language about maps shall be drawn on the basis of one person, one vote. As it always is, the courts always end up, uh, someone's always unhappy when district lines are drawn. And that might be why we're talking about all of this again. Two years after voters thought they'd settled the question of how redistricting is handled in Missouri. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. It all started back in 2018. That's when the Clean Missouri campaign asked Missouri voters if they wanted an overhaul of the state's legislative redistricting system, plus new limits on campaign finance and lobbyist gifts. A strong majority said yes. But before the first map could be drawn under the new system, the state legislature took action. It voted to send Clean Missouri back to voters, asking them to undo the redistricting system they approved just two years ago. That's now on the ballot as Amendment 3. And my guests today have sharply different perspectives on that amendment. The first is Sean Sonker Nicholson. He was the campaign director for Clean Missouri. And today he's the campaign director of No on Amendment 3. So, Sean, welcome back. Thanks so much. To ha- thanks so much for having me. And we're also joined today do- by Dr. Bob Onder. He's a Republican senator from St. Charles County, and he's a supporter of Amendment Three. So, Senator Onder, welcome to the show. Thank you, Sarah. So, voters said yes to Clean Missouri two years ago, uh, Senator Onder. Why send it back to them before it even goes into effect? Yes, Sarah, the background of Amendment 3 is that in 2018, Missouri voters were presented with a ballot initiative and a number of ethics reforms that they wholeheartedly supported and understood, limiting lobbyist gifts, campaign finance limits, ending the revolving door between legislating and lobbying, and a very arcane, very odd way of drawing legislative districts that included weird things like formulas about partisan electoral performance and wasted votes. And that redistricting scheme is what out-of-state special interests and dark money groups wanted. And they spent millions of dollars to essentially buy a constitutional amendment. And the fact is, polling right before the election showed only 36 percent of Missouri voters understood and supported the redistricting part of Clean Missouri. Uh, But voters supported the rest of it, and they understood it, and they passed it by a large margin. Now, with Amendment 3, what Missouri voters will do is they will have the opportunity to do more ethics reform, to ban lobbyist gifts altogether, to further limit campaign contributions, and at the same time restore a fair redistricting process with districts drawn by a truly independent bipartisan citizens committee and incorporating the principles of one person, one vote, drawing compact and contiguous districts, and keeping counties and cities and communities intact. If Missouri voters want to have true ethics reform and they want to continue to have a say in who represents them in Jeff City, they should vote yes on Amendment 3. Sean, I want to get your response to that. Basically, Dr. Onder is saying that people didn't know what they were voting on when they approved the the redistricting part of it, that we were on board <laughs> for the lobbying. We, you know, we wanted to crack down on lobbyists. We wanted to reform campaign finance, but we didn't really know what we were getting into with the rest. What would you say to that? 
Yeah, so the very first bullet on every single petition that was circulated for two years said that this is about redistricting. The very first bullet on every single ballot in November 2018 said that this is about redistricting. And voters approved those redistricting reforms by a two-to-one margin because it was good policy that was vetted and had bipartisan support from around the state. You know, I was actually in your studio two years ago uh, with Senators Rob Schaff, Senator Jim Lemke, Republican reformers. And we went as part of that two-year campaign to anyone who would listen, section by section, line by line, and we talked about all of the different ways that the redistricting reforms in the Clean Missouri Amendment put voters first and made sure that we could hold our politicians accountable. Uh, Senator Andrew, so, I mean, Sean yeah. has a good point. This wasn't a stealth campaign. We knew this redistricting stuff was was part of what we were voting for, even if we weren't paying attention to the details. Well, sure. I mean, it, again, uh, polling right before the election showed that anywhere from 75 to 82 percent of the ethics reform parts of the plan were were very wholeheartedly approved by uh, voters. In fact, uh, I, I personally uh, do not take lobbyist gifts, and I've fought to ban lobbyist gifts for a long time. With Amendment 3, Missourians will have the opportunity to ban lobbyist gifts altogether. But what the uh, but, 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 but fewer than 40 percent of Missouri voters understood and supported the redistricting part. And really, I think Missouri voters looked and said, hey, I understand these four or five parts of of the bill. I'm not sure what the last part does, but uh, but I'll go ahead and vote yes. That, that's that's many times how people uh, people make these decisions on these uh, referenda. And of course, um, you know the uh, the anti uh, anti uh, clean Missouri amendment folks spent about two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Sean's side of the campaign spent uh, upwards of five five close to ten million dollars to push their side of the story. But the real question. And again, Sean likes to talk a lot about Jeff City politicians, but the question is whether we're going to replace a truly, whether we're, whether Amendment 3 would create a truly bipartisan citizens commission, very similar to what we have under our old redistricting system, 10 members from each political party, replace that with one single hyperpartisan bureaucrat, a redistricting czar, with no accountability other than to the single Jeff City politician who will appoint him or her. Well, Sean, I'd I'd love to have you respond to that directly. I believe he's talking about the nonpartisan state demographer that would be created under Clean Missouri. Um, What about this allegation he's made that this is a hyperpartisan election czar? A redistricting czar, sorry. Yeah. So two things I'd say. One, the demographer exists in a multi-part process where the demographer prepares draft plans and presents them to commissions that existed before Clean Missouri, existed after Clean Missouri passed. It's a multi-step process with checks and balances. To the specific idea that uh, one person picks it, um, even other champions of Amendment 3 have moved on from this always false talking point. Uh, Senator Caleb Rowden just a couple days ago was talking about how he and the minority leader of the Senate are the ones who are going to make the final selection for the demographer. So there's all sorts of misinformation from the Amendment 3 folks because they can't defend what's in the actual fine print of their proposal, which is a redistricting system unlike anything Missouri has ever seen and unlike anything else in the United States. Senator Honor, I, I do want to ask you about that. Why not just go back to what Missouri had on the books before rather than bring in now this third option um, that apparently, as, as Sean has said, nobody has, has done? This one person, one vote thing seems to have stirred up a lot of, of angst. 
Sure, Sarah. Well, Amendment 3 really would bring us very close to the uh, previous system of redistricting uh, that we did in 2001 and 2011, the last two times we had redistricting, which is to say a bipartisan citizens commission that would draw districts. And again, truly bipartisan, 10, 10 members from each party. Um, and uh, and that is the essence of that. And that, that system then would be appealable to, uh, to the courts, as it always is. The courts always end up, uh, someone's always unhappy when district lines are drawn. It goes to court and districts get, uh, get retweaked. Um, but, um, but, you know, specifically the, uh, the one person, one vote, all one person, one vote is the holding in the classic 1962 Supreme Court uh, case, uh, Baker versus Carr. And, uh, and in that case, uh, the Supreme Court uh, said that you do need to draw districts as close as possible based on population. Now, I, I would point out that, uh, that the 2018 Clean, Clean Missouri Amendment allows a 10 percent deviance, uh, deviation in uh, population of various districts. And that's, that's, there's a lot of room for mischief by our hyperpartisan uh uh, elections are um, who's going to be drawing these districts. So, Sean, Sean, I'd love think, to have you respond to that. Yeah, so I think Bob has got some of his talking points confused. Um, a 10% population deviation comes from the Supreme Court of the United States. That's not in what voters approved in 2018. On this question of one person, one vote, Amendment 3 seeks to uh, remove the current requirement that everyone count in our maps. Missouri has drawn legislative district maps counting everyone since at least the state constitution of 1875, every state in America counts everyone. But Amendment 3 seeks to change that and use this vague, confusing language about maps shall be drawn on the basis of one person, one vote. The sponsor of Amendment 3, the Attorney General's office, when defending the sponsor of Amendment 3, was asked, what does this mean? And they they were both clear that they are trying to draw maps based on the eligible voter population of the state not the total population. And the difference is, the difference is that children don't vote. um, Immigrants many times don't have voting rights. Exactly. So there are one and a half million Missourians who are not eligible to vote, almost all of whom are kids uh, who just happen to have not turned 18 yet. Senator Under, um, why would that be a better standard to not count kids and... and Yeah, Sarah, I need to respond to that. Sarah, that is absolutely untrue. Uh, That I've heard this ridiculous claim uh, by Sean and by other anti-Amendment 3 activists that somehow Amendment 3 would say we don't count children. Uh, He is right that we have always counted uh, population, including children, and uh, that uh, that under the old redistricting system, which Amendment 3 is really more or less returning us to, um, we would count uh, we would count children. There's nothing about one person, one vote that says we will now count children. But what this mandate in, in the 2018 amendment about total population would mandate is that we would count illegal immigrants in drawing maps. And this is inappropriate. Now, regarding the sponsor of Amendment 3, that would be Tony Lukemeyer, my, my fellow state senator. I spoke to him as recently this morning, and that is that is not true at all. There is absolutely nothing in Amendment 3 that says we would only count registered voters. So his, you're saying his sole concern here is illegal immigrants, um, and he's trying, he put that well, phrasing in there no, in, in order no, to make sure no, they weren't counted? No, Sarah. Honestly, honestly, under the new system, we, we could count illegal immigrants. But what I'm saying is Amendment 3 
mandates that we count illegal immigrants. One person, one vote just uh, just codifies the Baker versus Carr uh, standard of one person, one vote. And um, no, Sean is right about the 10 percent variances is, is, is a uh, is a federal standard. But uh, Amendment three says we can only have a three percent variation between districts, which I think is a much better standard 10 percent there's a lot of leeway especially with this uh hyper partisan uh, redistricting bureaucrat that uh that sean would have dry, draw our districts uh senator Otter, i did want to ask you about one thing amendment three stresses compactness of districts over competitiveness yeah. how is competitiveness not a good goal when it comes to uh coming up with these districts yeah, well, that's a really good question. So the competitiveness um, idea, I reject this idea that every legislative district in our state should be gerrymandered so that it can we can ensure that every race is more competitive. Here's the thing. In St. Louis City and Kansas City, voter, voters overwhelmingly elect African-American Democrats. In southwest Missouri, voters overwhelmingly um, elect conservative Republicans. This is who those communities want to represent them. So the idea that it's a good thing uh, to take a chunk of North St. Louis City, for instance, and draw some bizarre-shaped district and merge it with a piece of Lincoln County or St. Charles or Jefferson or Franklin County to achieve a more uh, competitive election is just not good for the people of that district, either the people in North St. Louis or the people in Jefferson County. Sean, I'd, I'd like to hear your response to that. Yeah, so this is just made up. Um, an analysis of the voter-approved rule shows that about 20% of seats under voter-approved reforms will be competitive. The rest will lean Democratic. The rest will re- lean Republican. This can all be done without crazy shapes. And because of this, because it encourages competitiveness and accountability to voters. That's why the voter approved reforms passed with such overwhelming bipartisan mark. You feel that we we've said we want competitive districts, even if Senator Ander does not. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a great essay that former United States Senator Jack Danforth wrote just this past weekend, where he talked about when you've got a system that incentivizes politicians listening to their voters in November, that's how you get leaders Mm -hmm. from both parties working together to achieve solutions that work for everyone. And that is why you've got everyone from Jack Danforth to the AARP to the NAACP all coming together to say no on Amendment 3. So we've got just two minutes left here in our conversation. I want to give you each one minute to make your best case. Senator Ander, uh, why should people vote yes on Amendment 3? So, Sarah, yes, the Amendment 3 will give Missouri voters the opportunity to do more ethics reform, just like they did in 2018, to ban lobbyist gifts altogether, to further limit campaign contributions, and at the same time to restore a fair redistricting process with districts drawn not by a hyper-partisan government bureaucrat, a czar, but by a truly independent bipartisan citizens commission, incorporating the principle of one person, one vote, Drawing compact and contiguous districts that keep counties and cities and communities of interest intact. And um, if the people of Missouri really want true ethics reform, they want to continue to have a say in who represents them in Jeff City, not giving it to some unelected bureaucrat, they should vote for Amendment 3. Sean, your turn. Yeah, so the ultimate goal of Amendment 3 is to allow lobbyists and political insiders to draw maps and back rooms to protect their favorite politicians in super safe incumbent protection districts. They know voters aren't gonna like that. They know voters aren't gonna like what's in the 5,000 words of fine print. And so they've got a $5 change to lobbyist gifts that they hope is gonna trick voters. But voters can see through that, they can see through that tell 
to know that this is about protecting politicians. And that's why the coalition coming together to, to defeat Amendment 3 in 2020 is even bigger than the one that passed the Clean Missouri Amendment in 2018. Well, Sean Sonker Nicholson, uh, campaign director for No on Amendment 3, thank you so much for joining us today and making your best pitch. Thank you. And Senator Bob Onder, um, thank you for joining us and explaining the argument in favor of Amendment 3. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. And a complete ban of lobbyist gifts will not trick voters. That's a very substantial change. Thank you. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.